Blog Talk Radio. for joining me today. It's a beautiful Wednesday uh, here in South Florida and uh, just a gorgeous day. So the music today was by Jim Oliver, who created this music for me uh, years ago, whenever I was doing radio before. So thank you so much to him. Today we're going to be discussing what is yoga. And we're going to go into the first um, stage or first step of yoga today. We're going to do do a little bit of discussing that. But before we get started, last week we talked about creating your space. And um, so I would like for us to kind of do that before we get started into uh, talking about more in depth about yoga. So uh, wherever you are, if if you're driving right now, please be mindful of what you are doing. But um, I would like for you to just... uh, Kind of close your eyes and take in uh, some deep breaths and put the, the tip of your tongue at the top of your mouth, between your the top of your mouth and um, your teeth. And just take in a deep breath through your nose, inhaling deeply and then breathing out through your mouth. Just relaxing, letting all the tension of the day, wherever you are, how it started. And take another deep breath, inhale through your nose. And exhale, exhale out with sound. Now take a nice deep breath through your nose, nice cleansing breath. Now, just let yourself breathe normal with your eyes closed. And I want you to set your intention for what you'd like to learn today about why we're doing this lesson or how you'd like to create the rest of your day as you move forward, what you would like to create. What, what would your intentions be? How would your day look? Just take a few moments as you're breathing, just naturally letting your breath flow. And setting your intention of what you would like to create for your day-to-day. What would you like to see happen? How would you like to feel 
feeling is the most, one of the most important parts of creating your day is how are you going to feel? One of the things that I like to um, set my intention for is to feeling alive. Yes, we may be breathing and going about our day, but do you really get that feeling of being alive? That to me is the most incredible feeling in the world is when I feel alive and joy and happiness and love and peace all blended into one. And no matter what's going on in in your life, you can create that feeling for yourself by setting the intention, focusing on your breath, and just taking the moments to relax and letting everything else go. So just take a few more moments and set that intention, get that feeling of what it would feel like to create the day that you would really like to see happen. Whether you, when you do go do your yoga practice, what maybe there's a pose that you would really like to uh, be able to accomplish today. Or maybe there's something on your list of to-dos that you would like to accomplish as well today. Or a conversation that you would like to go smoothly with someone today. Or just being, just feeling and being and enjoying the moment of each part of your Just take another deep breath and inhale that feeling and then send it out into the universe as you exhale. Take another deep breath, inhale. Inhale that feeling of joy, peace, love, whatever it is you are wanting to create for yourself. And then send it out into the universe as you exhale. Okay. Now, let's, uh, let's kind of get started. Like I was saying last week, we talked about creating our space. And um, I've done that. To, I do that pretty much every day when I practice my yoga or when I want to do meditation is I like some incense. I like candles. Uh, I even have in the background uh, some soft music that you probably cannot hear. I've got it down really low, but it's, it's, it doesn't matter about how loud something is, it's about creating that uh, vibrational energy of peace and joy and love. And that's what we, when we think about yoga, that's what we usually think about is, well, first of all, when we think about yoga, you think about poses. But anyone that has done any yoga can tell you that it's about the energy, it's about the um, feeling you get when you walk into your yoga studio or yoga space, wherever you may be with your uh, yoga teacher, or if you're practicing at home. And so that's what you really want to create. And we're going to talk about what is yoga, okay? First of all, the word yoga, what does that mean? Well, uh, in the dictionaries, if you look up yoga, you're going to find that it means yoke, and it's um, Y-O-K-E, yoke, like uh, what they put around horses when horses go do plowing and stuff. It's a yoke. Uh, It also means union. And to me, what yoga means for me uh, when I hear the word union, it's about the mind, body, and spirit of bringing those union together, bringing in the union of uh, yourself with your divine, 
it's also uh, it's it's a, a philosophy, a method that you can take to bring those things into union. So I've heard. I haven't heard that. I never heard this until I actually um, became a yoga uh, certified uh, teacher. Um, and I've been practicing yoga for over 27 years, but I never really heard this statement made until then. And what I heard, I've heard a lot of yoga teachers mentioning it as well, is that a lot, uh, some people believe that yoga is a religion. Yoga is not a religion. It's not a religion at all. It's a method. It's a philosophy. It gives you the steps to take to uh, bring body, mind, and spirit into union to uh, find some alignment, to bring yourself into your higher self, to bring the union between you and your divine. Uh, so chooses to practice it. Um, it's really about yourself. It, it's uh, Everyone can take yoga at their own needs to work for them to you can take it at uh, uh, actually I, I believe that going at a slower pace is the best way to do it because then you can really get into that feeling that union with the divine the union with yourself the union of the body mind and spirit um, yoga there is a book um, several books but um, we get yoga from uh, Patanjali. Patanjali is, um, is said to believe um, he put together some sutras. And there, there's many books out there that will um, be, that you can read or to, um, find that discusses uh, the sutras by Patanjali. And that's what uh, yoga is based off of. And um, a lot of people, I, I won't get into a lot of depth about Patanjali because honestly, uh, everything I have learned and uh, read and um, studied is that no one really knows who Patanjali is. Um, some say he was a sage, uh, from Indian uh, sage that put this together back in BCE. Um, some I've even heard says it could be a group of teachers. No one really truly knows who Patanjali was. There wasn't anything about Patanjali. So this is um, a little bit about what yoga really is. Now, yoga also, there is what they call eight limbs of yoga. And... Um, we're going to discuss the first limb. Actually, when people um, start with yoga, they usually start with the fourth limb. They are already doing the, the, the pose. Fourth limb of yoga. And we're going to um, and with yama, yam, there is five yamas in uh, the first step of yoga. And it's pretty, they're pretty kind of, self-explanatory, but we're going to go a little bit deeper with, with them. Um, the first yama is ahimsa, is about nonviolence, about not hurting anyone. So it's pretty, you know, most people, when you hear nonviolence, you pretty much understand what that is. And many people are practicing the uh, nonviolence toward others. Um, but 
but it's not it's not just about someone it also goes into depth more of your thoughts your words uh, and even yourself um, it's the words we use toward, um, towards others and we and sometimes we may end up hurting someone but with we may not have the intention of hurting someone and so it's the fine line there of really practicing being consciously aware of our words our thoughts, and our words and thoughts about with ourselves. I think more people um, do more harm to themselves with their words and their thoughts and their programming, that's how they've been brought up and what uh, they think people have said to them and, you know, think uh, that we criticize ourselves. So we do more harm to ourselves than we do to others. Also, with your yoga practice, how can we bring say into our yoga practice well it's are we I talked about this um, a little bit in the first show of the introduction it's about listening to the body are you doing things that's harmful to yourself that's hurting you and uh, excuse my little dog is here with me but uh, are you really uh, listening to your body because if we overextend ourselves in our poses and try to push ourselves are we hurting are we hurting ourselves with some of the foods that we're eating that we know that we're not really supposed to um, so it's really about being aware of hurting yourself along with nonviolence towards others in our words and our thoughts so that is the first um, yama that I wanted to discuss. The second one is sati, which is truthfulness. Now we know this too. Um, it's very explanatory, being truthful. In, um, a lot of times it's harder for us to be truthful with ourselves and what we are doing. You know, are you um, doing things to your body, to your mind? Your spirit, with your words, your thoughts, your actions towards your body, towards you. Are you really honest and truthful? That it really is a um, takes a lot of courage and strength to really be honest with ourselves and be truthful with ourselves about ourselves. We are, we sometimes tend to be more truthful with others, and yet sometimes we don't. We are being. We need to be learn to be truthful, not just with others and then in our lives. Because when we think of being truthful, we think about uh, others, not bringing it into ourselves. And then about your yoga practice, too. When you're doing your yoga practice, are you being truthful to yourself with your body when you're doing a pose? Um, are you trying to get into that pose because the other person next to you is doing the pose? Are you doing this pose for you to, to strengthen your own self? Because sometimes we get into a little competition uh, when we're in yoga uh, studios, especially in the beginning. We, we look over to others because we really don't know the poses yet. And so we look over at others and we um, are trying to do this pose and we're not being truthful to our own self that we're, we're, we, ne we can't do that pose yet. And it's okay so being really truthful of what you are doing in your yoga practice, in your life, in your words, and in your thoughts about being truthful with yourself. And, you know, sometimes 
things pop up in our Wow. Okay. And we have to really ask ourselves, is this really the, my truth? And being that's where you have to be 100% honest with yourself. Is it really your truth or is it not? And um, so it's really a great practice to um, start bringing into your life of really focusing on what truthfulness really is with you. The third one is Aseya. Now, Aseya is um, about non-stealing. Now, that one's pretty explanatory as well. Non-stealing. We think about stealing um, things. We think about stealing things. That's what I, uh, I wanted to say. We think more about when you see, when you hear about non-stealing, you think about you don't take from others. You don't take other people's things. And that's very true, but it's also more about energy as well. It can be about energy. Are you stealing other people's energy? That's a huge thing. Um, it can also be where all, all of these um, yamas tie into each other. They all kind of weave themselves together because I've, uh, I've seen so many times where people have stole someone else's joy. And we may, we've all probably been guilty of that. And that's why how, what I mean by that is, let's say there's someone uh, in your life or someone you know that's so excited. They're so, so excited about um, what they're getting ready to do, the, what they're creating in their lives, what kind of accomplishment they just had. They're so excited. And, you know, here's someone else or you come along. And this is where we have to go bring the truthfulness into and we end the nonviolence of hurting someone, but we kind of, we may, somebody may um, say something negative. Oh, you can't do that. This isn't, this isn't the right thing. They might bring in some negative uh, uh, comments that steals that person's joy. I've seen this so many times of people uh, always having something to say when someone else is truly joyful and happy. And it and you'll see that person that was so joyful, you see their energy just change. And it's like they deflate. from They're up in this high vibrational energy of joy and someone's telling them, oh, you can't do that. That's not right. Um, you know, whatever it could be. And you see that person's energy change. Well, that is about uh, a stay about not stealing. Don't steal someone's joy. Don't steal someone's energy. You know, taking someone's energy. I, I, I'm very aware and conscious of energy and I can see it and I, and I can see it from a distance and I can see what other people are doing with their energy. There's been many times myself, I've experienced this too, is that People will come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, you have that fabulous energy. I love your energy. And then I feel them taking my energy from me. And it's okay if I choose to give them energy, my energy, but you don't take energy from someone. And it happens all the time with whether we know it or not. And it's really important for us to learn to be conscious of energy. So that's what uh, Asteya is about. The next Yama is uh, brahmacharya, and brahmacharya is about, well, there's a lot of things about brahmacharya, they say, about celibacy, 
Okay, now that doesn't mean that you need to go and be like a monk and be celibate um, to practice this. What it also means is uh, non-attachment, not uh, moderation. So, you know, for let's go back to the celibacy. Let's say, you know, you, you're not going to practice celibacy, but you have this sexual energy. Well, using that energy wisely, okay, not overextending yourself. You say it's about moderation, and, and it's about moderations in food. It's about moderations in your practice, your yoga practice. Are you um, doing your yoga practice with moderations, or uh, are you bringing, uh, uh, having too much of attachment to your practice, or too much attachments to a certain pose, um, or too much attachments to other people, or how you, or even a too much attachments of how you think you need to act or to be. So it's really about bringing moderations, uh, bringing moderation and non-attachment into your life. Um, actually, actually, I'm sorry. The non-attachment is our next one, which is a, a, a perigraha. It's about uh, non-greed, about non-attachment. See how they just all kind of weave together. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, the, like I said, uh, let's go back to brahmacharya. Brahmacharya is about moderation, doing things in moderation, not overextending the energy, the, the, the senses with, with uh, things in your life, with others. Um, so you can, you, you can um, start being consciously aware of your moderations of how you should be able to be uh, with your senses. Um, also with, like I said, uh, a perigraha is our fifth yama. And that is about greed. And I mentioned about, I, I see so many people to, I used to work in the gyms. I used to be a personal trainer and I worked in the gyms and I would see so many people that were just obsessed with working out. It, it, it was, they were so obsessed with it. So it's not just about greed. It's about being too attached to something, to being too attached to an outcome of something. Even with our yoga practice, are we actually practicing yoga and the eight limbs, which we will get into more of them? Are these are these five yamas, or are we being so attached? Let's say you you missed a yoga practice that it, you wanted to go to, and, it, and instead of beating yourself up, allow yourself, which because beating yourself up goes back to the ahimsa, which is the nonviolence, practicing nonviolence, and um, so letting go, letting go of the outcome of things. And if you, if you miss that yoga practice, okay, be, be gentle with yourself, be loving to yourself. So that way you can start practicing and bringing these all in. Like I said, these are the first, this is the first stage, the first step of, of, uh, the yoga, um, practice of the eight limbs, which what yoga is truly about is about the eight limbs and uh, these five things ahimsa, satya, deya, brahmacharya, and aparigraha. That's the five yamas and that's the five parts of yoga, the first step. And all you may be doing all of these, you may be in practicing all of these, but you didn't wasn't consciously aware of it and now you can bring them more into your life. And there's a lot of stuff, that, a lot of things that you can look up, 
on the internet if you choose to um, want to know more about the yamas and how you can bring them into your life and practice, bring them into your yoga practice, bring them on the mat with you. And when you do that, you can set your intention and see how you can bring uh, these, these five yamas into your practice that day on the mat. You know, are you listening to your body, over you, overextending your body? Do you have an attachment to a certain pose that you're not able to do? Can you do this in moderation? Can you find, if you're not able to do the full pose, can you do a moderation to bring you into the brahmacharya? Can you um, see how you can use your energy wisely and instead of taking energy from a, one part of your body, which is the uh, asteya, which is the non-stealing, it, you can bring your energy and balance it, bring the energy and balance it into your practice. And you, you'll be able to, once you become consciously aware of the jamas, you can see how you can strengthen and deepen your yoga practice when you bring it to the mat. So I hope this was helpful to, to all of you. Uh, I hope you get something from this. Um, that will help you in your next and I'm so grateful to you that you were able to be here with me today and we're just going to do a little study. next week we're going to talk about the second um, step or stage of uh, yoga of the eight limbs which, which is the niyamas and there's five of them as well so we will be discussing those next week I hope these were helpful, and I'm really grateful that you allowed me to be here with you and to share as we close today with another deep breath, setting your intention, and as you inhale, and as you exhale, send that intention out into the universe. Take another deep breath. Inhale your intention and feel it. Really feel that energy throughout your whole body. And then as you exhale, let it send it out into the universe. And take another deep breath. Inhale. Maybe set your intentions that you will be more consciously aware of the yamas that we discussed today and how you can bring them into your life, bring them into your practice. Because these are, these are not just about being on the mat. They're about living them, about taking them out into your whole daily life and uh, living, living them. So as you exhale, send it all out into the universe for you to have a fabulous, fabulous day, much love and much joy, setting your intention of who you truly are. Thank you so much. Many blessings, and I'll see you next week.